This is Matt Woodley with Monday Morning Preacher. I am on a uh, Zoom call right now with my friend and colleague in ministry, Reverend Lawrence Aker III from Cornerstone Baptist Church in Brooklyn, New York, and he is in the eye of the COVID-19 storm, preaching in the midst of that, preaching in the eye of the storm. Um, Lawrence, thanks for being on our podcast today. Thanks for having me, Matt. Thank you. The, what does the eye of the storm look like for you uh, right now, where you're in your, situa- your context, your ministry context? Yeah, right now is very challenging times. By estimates, they say that eye of the storm in terms of this uh, pandemic will hit us in the next three weeks. Wow. So for us right now, it's just how do you, how do you hold on? How do you comfort uh, your, your parishioners? How do you, you know, forecast just getting through the month of April? For us, uh, next month, how we get through the next 30 days? So it's very challenging. Yeah. Well, you know, um, Lawrence, I was excited to get you on this podcast because, first of all, you're my friend, and I want to hear what's going on. But secondly, I want people to know what's going on there so we can be praying for yes. your church and yes. uh, pastors like you. And, and then third, I just want to hear what you're experiencing you know, I'm in the Chicago area, so many of us pastors, we need to get ready for the storm that's going to hit us. And so, first of all, uh, Lawrence, I was really interested. Your church started in 1917, right around, right in the, the eye of the storm of World War I. So you guys are not, uh, this, this idea of ministering in a crisis is not foreign to your church, right? Yeah, it's not, and, and especially for us in African-American context. Uh, sociologically in that time period we're talking about the great migration and so you know W.B. Du Bois Langston Hughes poetry and all types of stats about people leaving the deep south you know Alabama Mississippi Louisiana and they're coming northward to Chicago and New York you know people from Louisiana going out west all the way out to California to get jobs and so although it is a time of crisis in the United States and then you have the uh situations agriculturally where if you can if you can make more money in the north you know working in a factory as opposed to working on in a field in the south you're going to do that and so uh, I, I would to answer your question I was saying the early you know 1917 early 20s right before the great depression our church grew because of the great migration uh, whatever you want to term the virus it's, it's been very deadly uh, our numbers are out the roof. You know, I wouldn't even quote the stats because they're changing every hour. Mm-hmm. But just in terms of people who've tested positive, people who have symptoms but can't get a test, and then people who have, uh, you know, ultimately succumbed uh, to this uh, this dreadful uh, virus right now. So yeah, the numbers are, and and so just in terms, and then our churches, and then not just New York, but everybody being pretty much limited to, to 10 people or less. So it's, it's a time where the church really gets to be the church. We're saying right now that the church doors are closed, but the church is open. In any way, is it different the way it's affected the African-American community? Or do you feel like it's, it's pretty much all across the board? What, any thoughts on that? I, I would say yes and no. It, it, it is... Um, this pandemic, in, in some regards, it is a great equalizer. 
yeah. because it's hitting people regardless of your, your you know, financial stratosphere. But then also when you look in African-American communities, the healthcare is, is lagging. So we have hospitals, you may have seen Brookdale Hospital here in Brooklyn on CNN, where workers really don't have the proper uh, equipment. Mm. You have workers who are going to Home Depot before they come to work. Wow. Just so they can try to have a semblance uh, of something to fight off uh, those, the disease of those that they're treating. So you got a, you already got a, a pre-existing condition of a, it's an under-resourced, underserved community already. Yes. And then this hits it and it's extra hard. Yeah. Extra hard. I mean, the, the emergency rooms and different, different sections of Brooklyn, different reactions, different numbers, which still as overall, once again, it, it, it is a, a tremendous equalizer. Yeah. yeah. It's, hitting, it's hitting everyone. Just what it, but what is this doing inside of you as a pastor and a preacher, a child of God? You know, what's, what's going on inside of you right now? Well, this is definitely a, a, a stretching period, a shifting period. It's a period where, you know, we, we're looking at things medically and scientifically, but, but theologically, you just have to sit back and say, God is still in control. There is no definitive answer. There is no, you know, three points or this is the deadline. This is, but, it, you know, we, we just take solace in God's word and realizing that there are no senseless seasons in our lives. And uh, God has a message through this. How has it changed your preaching, either the content of your preaching the tone of your preaching, the delivery of your preaching, how, what kind of ways are you, have you been adapting your preaching? All of those factors, content, tone, the information, because these aren't three point Sundays. <laughs> you know, these, these aren't, these aren't times where, where uh, you, you're going to uh, overdo exegesis. These are times where people need comfort. Hmm. People need strength. And we just have to assure people once again, and we don't have a choice that we don't have the answer, but we just, we just have to hold on to the God who is our refuge. Uh, we're, we're, we're still in the entire world is in the aftermath of uh, post 9-11. And so that, that's been kind of the, uh, you know, the, the line of demarcation for New Yorkers to always remember 9-11. But, you know, as, as we've already mentioned, you know, COVID-19 is, on an entirely different level of, of destruction, of, of viciousness, and, and uh, just alarms that are being set off. Yeah, we, uh, we moved, my family moved out to Long Island in uh, June of 2001, mm-hmm. and then 9-11 hit, and we were, you know, we were a little ways away, but still, it, it really impacted us. But I noticed everybody had this reaction like, oh, we know who the bad guys are, and we're going to go get them, you know? Yeah. Yeah. We are going to go. We're going to destroy those terrorist training camps. Everybody had this yeah. adrenaline rush. And, yeah. Man, we can't do this with this, can we? Uh, yeah. I mean, you, can, you can label it biochemical warfare. Like I said, you can put all kind of nomenclatures on it, but there is no definitive enemy that you can just strap on your, your gear and, and go attack other than putting on our full armor, yeah. as Paul right. told us in Ephesians, and just standing firm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And how would you say, how are your people doing? I mean, what are the, yeah. I mean, obviously 
you know, we, they're like everybody else, but um, how are your people doing in particular, how are they responding to this? Well, that, that's the, that's the challenge to try to stay connected, you know, virtual ministry, phone calls, FaceTime, Zoom, you know, just using all our devices, trying to keep a, hu a human touch in what is now, you know, a, a, a touchless moment. And yeah. It's very challenging, but just trying to stay connected with leaders and, and uh, it, it's really, as I said, it's, uh, if Scott Fitzgerald said, these are the times that try men's souls, and, and this yeah. is what it is. I mean, it's, it is a trying time. I don't mean to sound overly, you know, uh, hopeless, but it, it's just trying to work through this, uh, not a new normal, but this now normal that right. we're trying to function in. Yeah. Right, right. And so how are people, what do you hear about your preaching in these days? I don't know about you, but when I preached, um, let's see, it would be probably pretty much the first Sunday after things kind of fell apart you know, or in Chicago, we went on uh, lockdown, you know, or in the state of Illinois. Um, I preached right after that. And I was surprised by the number of um, comments I got about my sermon, just how much people appreciated it, sure. you know, and sure. what are you sensing from your people about just the ministry of the word yeah. in your context? Yeah, I think you hit it right on the, on the head more than ever. I think just the validity of the word, the power of the word, uh, just the assurance that comes from the word of God that, that here's a foundation that we can go to because every other semblance of normality and entertainment has been closed. Broadway is closed. You know, uh, the NFL season is, is postponed. Yep. Baseball is the NBA, Madison Square Garden. Everything that we look to is, is, is shut down or, or temporarily suspended. And so if you don't know the Lord in this time, your, your options are, are very limited. <laughs> huh. Wow. So, Lawrence, I, I know you're, you're not pretending to be like an expert on how to minister in the midst of this. You know, you're probably not ready to get a book contract tomorrow about preaching in the eye of this COVID storm. Right, 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 right. I, I know you're just uh, struggling through it, but you are a few weeks ahead of us, um, especially us in the Midwest. And so what uh, advice would you give us as, as we get ready for the, the storm that, that may well be coming our way? Right. But um, anyway, what, is there anything, words of advice you would give us? I, I would just say one thing, just watch the news uh, with, with uh, an antenna up so that you can understand of course, the dangers of, of what is lurking ahead, take all the precautions that you need to. But uh, as a believer, I would also just say this is a time to, to get into God's word. We, we talk about things that we want to accomplish and trusting God and, and I want to know God deeper and I want this confirmation. And, and this is a time where you can really set aside those moments uh, for prayer and your spiritual disciplines, but it, it's just trust God 101. You know, this, this is the, the basics and, and rudimentary principles of Christian faith in this time. Yeah, I, I mean, I really don't, other than holding on to an unchanging hand, you can use all the colloquials and, and hymns, but this is yeah. really 
This is really just an undefined moment. Yeah. I love that perspective, Lawrence. And I, I really like the fact, I don't know if you said this intentionally or not, but just a antenna. Just one antenna. Just one. Just one. One antenna to the news. <laughs> not both of them. Just one of them. Yeah. Balance. There's balance. balance. It's Carl yeah. Barth said the Christian with Bible in one hand and the yep. newspaper in the other hand. So, exactly. I mean, yeah. Right. Just, yeah. Just keep it balanced and, and yeah. face yourself and uh, take take precautions. Yeah. Help, help those who are in need. Uh, we were blessed this week, Matt, that we uh, are now able to collaborate with World Central Kitchen. And mm. so uh, they've got chef prepared meals. Wow. And uh, we're, we're passing those out Monday through Friday, uh, four hours a day. And so that, that's a big uh, support to our community and, and anyone who's in need. And uh, so I guess to get back to your question, this, this is a time for the church to be the church, bottom uh -huh. line. <laughs> That's awesome. So that is being distributed through your church. You're yeah. like the- Yeah, we're, we're just a dis distribu yeah. distribution yeah. center. Uh -huh. uh, yeah, they're, they're, they're all over. And uh, we were able to partner with them. So I'm excited uh -huh. that you know, we, can, we can give people that Monday through Saturday, and then we can give a word virtually on Sunday. Uh, I love that. And I love that about you and your leadership and the history of your church. You guys have always had this integration of preaching the word of God, evangelism, calling people to faith in Jesus, but also a really profound social concern uh, for your community and for the issues that are in, like, like you say, in your zip code, you yeah. know, so that's, that's awesome. Well, Lawrence, before we, people may be listening to this, uh, maybe, uh, five days from this recording, um, how, and people might be moved to like, Hey, I want to pray for that brother. I want to pray for him. Uh, how can we pray for you? Um, and your, for you and for your church in the midst of this and other, of course, other churches as well. I would just say, just praying for comfort in this season, comfort and assurance. And as God's, as his hand continues to move, in this in this time and throughout the timeline and duration of this pandemic that we can support one another and that we can just this is the season for believers to to show why we believe in god so it, it's uh this is application time yeah that that word comfort and it's interesting that even yesterday the U, the usn comfort is coming to uh came to nine uh, pier 90 yesterday Wow, uh, that ship has come in. Mercy is out in L.A. and I comfort, saw that comforts here in New York, and uh, so yeah. it, you know, it, Paul said that that we have the God of all comfort in Second Corinthians, and so just yeah. to just to ease the pain and the anxiety and uh, all of the destruction that's going on, we we need God's comfort and power. That's awesome. Hey, you know, Lawrence, we have never ended a podcast episode by praying for the guest, but can I pray for you? Absolutely. I need it. I okay. well, Lord, Jesus. Lord Jesus, I pray for this brother in Christ who's uh, just in the eye of the storm. Give him wisdom as he preaches. Give him courage as he preaches. Give him comfort uh, as he prepares his sermons uh, for him and his family. And um, I just pray for his church family, the community that he's serving, that the favor of the Lord, the comfort of the Lord would rest upon them. 
and be very present, that God would be, a, that you would be a very present help in time of trouble. Yes. And we pray for these things in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, man. Thank Lawrence, you. Lawrence, it was so great talking to you. This is, uh, I just, I feel uh, sobered by what you've said. I feel uh, moved. I feel troubled. But at the same time, more than that, I just feel really a lot of hope for people like you, leaders like you, churches like yours in the midst of this. Thank you, Matt. We just have to hold on and watch God work it out. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Well, thanks for joining us, Matt Woodley, with Monday Morning Preacher, and hope you can tune in for our next episode.